Hello and welcome to GIST Radio. We are a casual radio station where we broadcast when we have something to say. GIST stands for Getting the Shit Together, and we broadcast important interviews and information for artists and creatives of all kinds. For more information on GIST, please log into our website at www.gyst-ink.com, where you will find free resources, software, and publications for artists. You can email us and let us know what you would like to hear about at info at gyst-ink.com. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, listeners. I'm your host, Kara Tomei. I created the Just Do It show to serve as a platform uh, for discussions with artists engaged in DIY practices. People who are expanding the definition of what a working visual artist does. Um, Of course, traditionally thought of as someone who makes objects, but more and more and more, artists are hybridizing their careers and opening art spaces, forming collectives, uh, not only to produce and show work, but these spaces also become community builders and engage the public through programming and innovative things, all of a sudden uh, this activity becomes part of their practice, which is what we like to see at GIST, that an artist's practice can include many, many things in addition to making of things. And hopefully hearing from these inspired and motivated people that do this can inspire others to do the same. Uh, They certainly inspire me. I I have a great job. I get to listen to all these fascinating people. And two fascinating people that I have with me today are Adam Miller and Devin Order. They created a space called The Pit. And it's a very new space, about six months old, in uh, Glendale, California, of all places. Uh, Glendale's not known for its artist spaces, so that piqued my interest right away. Uh, We have so many different art areas in Los Angeles, of course, with a plethora of spaces, uh, Mila, downtown, and uh, all over the place. And Glendale might just be an up-and-coming spot, thanks to Adam and Devin. So let's let's. Uh, it'll be fun to track that. I'm going to just welcome them right onto the show. We can start hearing about them and their space. Hi, Adam and Devin. Thanks for being on on the show with me today. Hi. Thanks Hello. for having us. Hello. So let's. I always like to start by just asking my guests each to, to uh, tell a little bit about themselves. I mean. Uh, like I said, this is a show about artists, and artists make work, and then you also layer on these other things. But let's start with the art-making part. Um, Adam, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself? I, I did read on your bios that both of you went to Art Center for your MFAs in Pasadena, California, a wonderful art school. Did you meet there, I assume? Yeah, uh, yeah we did. Okay, so so just tell me a little bit about uh, about your practice as a as an artist making things. Uh, cool. Yeah, we. Um, uh, I'm primarily a painter, but um, basically my whole practice comes out of a, out of a drawing practice. So I have a um, a daily um, uh, drawing drawing practice, and then from my drawings, I base um, paintings, sculptures, prints, and things like that off of them. Um, yeah, um, when I I finished my MFA in 2008 at Art Center, like you said, and after graduating, I started um, curating independently, and I also write about art. Um, so that's kind of I've been curating for the past like five or so years, and it kind of led up to us opening up, up our own space. 
Great. So where were you curating shows? You were doing independent curate, curation at various spaces. Like how I'm curious. That's interesting to me. How did that develop? Yeah, I've done I've done um, quite a few. The first project I did was um, uh, a project that was put together by the artist Diana Fader, and she secured some spaces at the PDC before prior to when the galleries and stuff kind of started moving that's, in there. That's the, uh, for those who don't know that an acronym, you mean the Pacific Design Center? Correct. Sorry about that. Okay. We have our lingo, but our listeners don't necessarily know the lingo, so we've got to clarify. Exactly. I apologize. Um, so, yeah, so the artist Diana Sater, she secured some of these um, open uh, showrooms that didn't have designers in them, and then we curated exhibitions in it. So the first show I did was there, and then that had a good response. And it basically just kind of snowballed, and each show, each show kind of opened an opportunity to another space. So uh, after that, I did a show at um, a now defunct, uh, but then artist-run project space that was um, called 533 Gallery, and that was around um, uh, early 2009. Um, and then I did a show at um, the Luckman Gallery at Cal State Los Angeles, uh, which was really awesome. They have a really big, beautiful... Um, I curated a show at Actual Size, another artist-run space in Chinatown. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, where did I go after that? I co-curated a show at the Torrance Art Museum. Um, oh, wow. So you've done, a you've done a lot of curating. Yeah, I've done, I've done quite a bit. Like, since uh, I've, I've been out of... I got my MFA about six years ago, and I was curating one to two shows a year since then. Um, so, yeah. And then for every... every yeah. um Every uh, show that I curate, I put together a small um, zine-style publication with writing about all the artists and images and things. So that I was, uh, I'm always very interested in having some sort of um, printed matter to accompany my shows, so that after they come down, there's always they still live on in some form. Right, and that's what you do with the pit as well. But so you were primed exactly. and ready to open your own space, basically. That's exciting. Um, well, but yeah, yeah. I- tempted to jump into that, but let's not because I'd like to have Devin tell us a bit about herself. Devin, what about you? Tell me about your art and what led you towards, uh, you know, curating, organizing, opening a space. Yeah. Okay. Well. Um. So yeah, I went to uh, got my MFA at Art Center, and um, I work primarily in photography, a little bit in video, and um, I do a lot of black and white, um, medium format photography um, and color Polaroids. I work a lot with um, abstraction in the Polaroids and take a lot of inspiration from science fiction films and landscapes that have some sort of altered reality or mystical quality to them. Um, Adam and I like to travel a lot, so I have a lot of amazing landscapes from Peru and Mexico and um, lots of really cool places that we've been. Thailand. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, anyways, I'm a photographer, and Adam and I have shared studio space since I guess since we you know met it um and we started dating at art center so since then I've been kind of like a the silent partner watching him curate um and you know helping behind the scenes install and uh he does a lot of studio visits and I'm always you know helping him do the silkscreen covers of the magazines and the catalogs and so for the past couple of years we've you know really dreamed of having our own space and um it worked out perfectly because we got this amazing art studio that um just kind of happened to to fall into place that it had this 650 square foot uh garage attached to it that just when we saw it it just seemed like the perfect spot to open our own space and have it be part of our studio which is pretty perfect for us since it's kind of 
the curating has really come out of, uh, you know, our, our own practice and our own interactions with artists and being in the studio and, and visiting other studios. Um, so, yeah, that's how I kind of came into it. <laughs> right. That makes sense. And I, 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 just, I didn't know until now that you were a couple, which adds a nice layer of <laughs> <to laughs> have a couple together working on projects. I think that's kind of an interesting uh, angle that you know, we could talk about, too. But it also sounds like it's just part of your life. You, guys, you, you know, you're together, you're making work on your own, and you're curating, and you're engaged in the community, and now you get to actually just ha- you ha- get to have your own space to do it. So what, it feel, does it feel kind of comfortable and seamless? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Totally See, it, it comes completely naturally to us. So, um, yeah. It, I actually thought yeah. it would be um, harder and a little scarier to open our own space, and it's it's become just a really fun project that we don't have to, you know, worry about too much. <laughs> Right, you're yeah. That that that's wonderful. That makes it makes a lot of sense that it came from that. It's, it's nice that it's natural because opening your own space can be very scary, <laughs> depending on how yeah. you do it and the circumstances. And you know, it's a big responsibility. And then actually practical things like is it a business? Is it going to be a nonprofit? If it's a nonprofit, do you get sponsored or do you actually get your five hundred one c three? Or and if it's a business, then you have to you know run it through that. So that's kind of interesting. I I see people. Uh, kind of almost struggling with that. Oftentimes artists just mm-hmm. jump at an opportunity to open a space or do something and they just start doing it, which is awesome and oftentimes with great success. And then some of those questions actually come later. Some people start there, but some people start on the other end. So it sounds to me like you two took advantage of having this space and it's right, you know, it's kind of naturally flowing out. Um, it might, you know, for some this might be a, uh, dull part of the conversation, but I do find it interesting. Have you? Is it run right now? Have, do you have it as a business, a nonprofit? Does it matter to you at this point, um, Adam? Can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah, it's um, we are running as a business. It's a an, an LLC. Um, mm-hmm. When we decided to put together a business um, or put together a space for more, we were really trying to think of like um, a mission, like what our goal actually is in running a space and. Um, so we were really, we really thought about it and really articulate and, and um, kind of designed it specifically to work a certain way for us. And so, kind of what our goal was, like we really wanted to um, to run a space and wanted to be an artist-run space, but we did want to be able to make money in order to to fund it. Um, but we never wanted sales to be um, a factor in the the curating process. We never wanted to feel like we had to include certain artists because their works would sell, or not be able to work with artists because their works wouldn't sell. So we what we did was we we now do um, um, a line of, of limited editions with artists, um, and most of those artists are people who have um, been in shows with us or going to be in shows with us, or just artists that um, we just love and want to work on projects with. So we we've teamed up with um, a printmaker, and she specializes in silkscreen and um, lithography, um, and we're doing these limited edition um, prints that we sell online and. Um, in the future, there will probably also be limited edition objects as well. They're fabricated objects. Um, so, yeah, so we were really trying to figure out a yeah. way that would still allow for total uh, creative freedom with our curatorial process, but also be able to generate income so that we could sustain it um, and at the same time open up more opportunities for work, for working with artists. So, um, so yeah, so we started doing that, and yeah. then the more we kind of kept talking about it, it kind of, like the business plan kind of expanded, and then we were kind of like, okay, we have to – we have to do this legitimately. We have to like do file the paperwork and get the LLC, get everything in order, 
um, so we kind of did, we basically kind of spent almost like nine months to a year getting all of that sort of groundwork laid before opening the space. That's actually a smart way to do it. It sounds like you're very, you know, you've been a bit prodigal about it, but very clear about your goals, which is really important. Mm -hmm. It makes things nice and comfortable and cleaner and less issues arise later. And then, you Mm -hmm. know, it is a gal, it is, you know, a, well, quote unquote, traditional gallery space that you are showing. You know, in a in a kind of cool. You can go online. By the way, everyone needs to go to the Pit uh, website, which uh, I should say out loud. Actually, Adam, you say it because it's got some dashes in it that I don't want to mess up. What is your website? <laughs> it's www.the-pit.la. Or you can always do the Facebook uh, entree, which is also very easy. You have a good Facebook page. And the space is really cool. It's it's white walls, but interesting uh, kind of, arc, you know, kind of uh, interesting uh, setup. And then you have, you know, good, good solid shows with, with mid, like you said, emerging to mid-career artists um, and some bigger names. I mean, uh, there's some, you know, people in your shows with, uh, you know, in museums and stuff. So, I mean, you've, you've got mm-hmm. a really great uh, lineup each time. It looks like you combine a nice combination of, you know, emerging to, to mid to even more than mid-career artists. Let's actually, the, the fun stuff is talking about some of the shows. Devin, why don't you tell me a little bit, too, about the first thing that happened in your space that looks so cool, the dinner that was a, a collaboration art project, basically between two artists and, and what that was about. And then we'll just quickly go through. You've only had three shows, so we can talk about, you know, each one. But let's start with that um, kickoff that you did. What was that all about? Um, that was great. That was really fun. Um, it was really exciting for us because we had had the gallery in the works for, as Adam was saying, so many months of planning and, um, building the space out because originally it was an old garage that was, our landlord has had this building for like 50 years or something. And he had just been using it as storage and it was really beat up, really dingy, mold everywhere, (laughs) like really lots of work to get those nice, beautiful, clean walls. Um, and we had a lot of help from our friends. And so, um, over the time, you know, getting the construction done and getting everything all set up, we wanted to do an event before our official opening to kind of be like a thank you to our, our, our friends and our support system. Um, so we had two artists, um, Emily Marchand and Sasha Burks from Cats and they, Sasha is a ceramicist, um, who was doing a whole line of, of um, dinnerware and and vases. And she um, collaborated with Emily Marchand, another artist who works a lot with um, food. She kind of blurs the line of, you know, um, how to, how to make food into an art, an artwork. And she, um, so Emily and Sasha came up with this concept of taking inspiration from, Let's see, I think it was the food fight in Hook as one of their big inspirations. And um, <laughs> so Emily kind of, yeah, it was, it was pretty fun. Um, Emily took the color palette of like turmeric, yellow, beet red, um, really beautiful greens, and decided to form a vegan um, dinner on Sasha's really beautiful limited palette um, white ceramics. So we transformed our studio space, which is actually attached um, to the gallery by a couple of stairs. Um, so we transformed the studio space into a kitchen, and Emily did all the cooking in there. Everyone that was able to come by could, you know, see her cooking and 
Um, we had a guest list of, I think, 12, and we just set up a really nice, beautiful table in the middle of the gallery, the empty gallery space, and Emily and Sasha made a beautiful five-course meal, and it was great. <laughs> yeah, it, it, um, looks, it looks beautiful on there. Actually, that sounds like a perfect project for Thank You for Coming. Do you know this the space in, in uh, Atwater, Thank You for Coming? No. Do, do you, Adam? Oh, my gosh. You guys have to – you guys, I'm, I've, I'm had fun, my, I've had fun – you, Adam, are you familiar? I am. I am familiar with him. I know one of the. Um, I'm good friends with the artist uh, Marco Marcos Rios, and he did a project with them. And I know it's all, all yeah. food-based, incorporated projects. It's very cool. Yeah. I'm. Oh, good. I'm glad you know about them because they're close by for, for uh, uh, next to you guys, kind of, or close by. And um, yeah, thank you for coming. Is an artist-run restaurant, and they do uh, projects like you're talking about. They invite artists to be either residents or special projects, and art. It, the food is the art, and it combines with everything. It actually is. You could take that event and replicate it. As a partnership with Thank You for Coming. There you go. I just made yeah. a connection there. <laughs> you should get in touch with them. Um, it's good to have th- those those collaborations move around. And um, I love Thank You for Coming. So people should check them out too. And, and listen to my uh, my radio interview with them on, on Just Radio. Um, that's just a little aside. So that sounds like a really fun event. And then you've done, uh, is it three shows so far, Adam, in the space? Yeah, we've we've done three. Our third one just opened up a couple weeks ago. Well, tell us about that one then. Um, the most recent show is a tribute to the artist H.C. Westerman, um, who's someone that I'm very, very influenced by. Um, he um, he's passed away. He kind of came into prominence in the uh, late 50s and 60s, um, and he was one of the first artists to kind of um, he took on really serious political issues, but brought but incorporated humor and aesthetics of uh, comics and cartoons. Him and Philip Gustin were kind of some of the first people to kind of uh, incorporate that aesthetic and sort of um, uh, as a sort of counterbalance to like the Abex movement that was going on. And he just this real sort of like uh, lived this real alternative lifestyle and this real uh, interesting sort of bohemian lifestyle. So uh, I was really in- influenced by him. And he had a show in um, the Los Angeles area a few years ago, and um, it kind of just blew my mind. So ever since then, I'd been really interested because I felt like there was in the LA art scene, I feel like there's always these waves of like <clears throat> movements where a lot of people are coming out of certain schools and they're making very formal uh, process-based works. And then they kind of, the pendulum kind of swings, if you will. And there's a lot of artists who make these more uh, personal, expressive um, kind, kinds of art practices. So um, after seeing his work, I was kind of, kind of amazed. It's like when I was looking around and doing studio visits at how many young artists I felt had, um, a, a strong relationship to his voice and to the kind of uh, art that he kind of paved the way for. Um, so yeah, so I, uh, Devin and I were kind of working on curating the show for actually for like a couple of years because we were working on this prior to opening the pit. Um, so yeah, so the current show, um, it has a mix of uh, established artists, mid-career and very emerging artists. Um, and and it's a really yeah, great I show. Love, we were I, lucky enough. I love, oh, I love that mix. I just interrupt you. I love that mix, and I, and I, I, I mean, just, just to give people a sense of it, who, who know artists. I mean, I'm just going to re- read off the list of artists because, um, again, you've got this great mix between established people, like very established people, like Billy L. Bankson. Uh, you've got Meg Cranston, Roy Dowell, Zach Harris. Yourself in the show, Laura Owens, love her painting. She's in the in the mm-hmm. abstraction show at LACMA right now with a gorgeous giant piece. Um, John mm-hmm. Hill, Hill Pachuk, is that how you say his name? Pachuk. 
John's name, Pilchuck? Yeah, he, oh, he's a great guy. Very interesting work. And then Matt and H.C. Westerman work as well. So that, again, mm-hmm. what a great blend of, of, uh, of artists. I, I'm really looking forward to coming to see, to see that one. So tell me a bit about um, just your, it, it seems to be, it seems to be flowing along lovely. I mean, <laughs> do you feel that uh, there's something you want to uh, focus on in the future that's different, or are you just going to keep on going with this wonderful mission and and improve what you're doing, basically? Um, yeah, well, Devin, you can answer that one. Going, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, things are going really well. We're we're having a ton of fun, and I think one of the the biggest benefits to you know the past three shows has been working with so many artists and 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 just opening up a community and getting to know so many different artists and their practices and you know providing a a fun space for cool projects um one of the things that we're doing is while we're curating most of the shows we also um wanted to focus on artist curated projects as well since um you know for the past 5 or 6 years that was stuff that we were doing all around LA um so yeah, that that's been really interesting too. Whereas we have more control over, you know, um, the shows that we curate, and then you know it's kind of this practice of letting go and having other artists come into our space and do what they want to do with it. And um, our second show that we did with Roger Herman was called Top Coat, and that was our first um, artist who did a project in our space, and it was really great to, you know, get to see someone else's style and how someone else would put a show together and you know how they would install it and um, just forming a community it's been really nice right i guess one question would be i mean then uh that's a nice thing to pass on or, or open up your space for others to kind of do some of the the curation and the work because i'm wondering how all of this has affected your art practice i mean like do you find it conflicting in terms of time I mean, it's a lot to do <laughs> and um and especially with i mean you both are working artists and showing your work in addition to all of this so uh starting with adam how has this affected your your art practice or do you, do you just feel it's it's all just part of what you do and whatever whatever time you need to spend i mean how is it feeling about yeah, that kind of thing it's, it's it's pretty organic i mean i Personally, I view curating and writing in studio visits and things like that as kind of as part of my art practice because a lot of the shows um, that I curate and that I'm interested in come out of um, ideas basically from my studio, things that I'm already working on. So it's always I always kind of view it as part of my art practice because it basically allows me to uh, discuss ideas and concepts in, in more detail that I'm already thinking about working on in the studio. Um, but for us, part of the, the thing about the space is that it is attached to our studios. So for me, um, until uh, before the pit, I was, I was working a full-time job and then things have been going really well and I've been able to leave it and just focus on the pit and my own, my own practice. All right. Um, That's huge. <laughs> yeah. So for, for me, it's kind of been really, really amazing where I have a lot more time in the studio, um, because since it's, it's attached to the gallery, when people want to come see the shows, I'm already there working on my stuff and then I can walk them through and I can talk to them. And oftentimes that leads people into coming into my studio and seeing the things that we're, that we're working on. Um, So it's been, it's been really great and it's just opened up so many more conversations and dialogues and and connections for, for future projects and things like that. So it's been awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's great to hear even just about, you know, the job part in, in only because, 
the whole point of of just ink as well is to support artists to find ways to develop and sustain successful careers in the arts you know on your own terms but in in a practical way too that you can work in the arts and sustain yourself you know and and that you're mm-hmm. doing it so I think that's really it's a really you know, you're a great model of that for for uh, for just radio. So it's perfect. <laughs> and Devin, you too, you're both doing it together. You're doing it together and making it work. And um, and and then the question will be sustainability. And I think that you have done it in a way that sounds like it's only just going to get uh, better and more sustainable, and hopefully, you know, be something that you do for a long time. I hope <laughs> if you if you want to. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it really, it, it's working out well, and I think uh, the partnership has been good because, you know, we each have our strengths, and, um, you know, it, it just seems to have naturally fallen into place where Adam is, is, you know, quite outgoing and likes to do lots of studio visits and has a lot of big ideas and big picture ideas, and then I'm much more detail-oriented, and I sit down and get sort of the, you know, all the little logistics done. So, it, so far, it's been smooth. <laughs> That mm-hmm. is perfect. I mean, just, how nice that it worked out, and, and also that seamless way that you each have, you know, kind of different focuses and strengths. That that's perfect. It's all kind of, all kind of coming together. I love it. I love it, and I really <laughs> look forward to frequenting your space. And I would love people to go and visit uh, the pit in Glendale and keep up with what you're doing by going on your website, getting on your mailing list, and going on Facebook and getting those notifications of, of shows. Let, let's let's help you make Glendale a destination for uh, for cool art, <laughs> <laughs> for cool alternative <laughs> art. I appreciate you both spending time with uh, me, and, and thanks to our uh, listeners as well, Adam and Devin. I will hopefully see you soon. Sounds great. Thank you, Kara. Thanks for having You're us. You're welcome. Thank- Thank you for sharing. I'm going to sign off now and remind our listeners that the podcast is brought to you by Gist Inc., which is an artist-run company, and we provide information and technology solutions created by and for artists. Our website at gist-inc.com has hundreds of pages of free information on everything you need to know about the show. If you have any subject you're interested in, from opening a space to every detail that uh, you could imagine, really, about running a successful career, we have free information. We also have a mailing list and uh, ways to engage. And if you like Gist Radio and my show, Gist Do It, to hear from these uh, artists that are doing great things in the community, Go ahead and like us on Facebook or go on Blog Talk or go online and find archived discussions. And then on Facebook, you can get notifications about upcoming shows. Thank you, everybody, for spending a bit of time with Just Do It.